0: Do it. All right. Hey, folks. Welcome to this podcast that is called One Hit No Wonder. I forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's the second week <laughs> to, and I've already messed up. To Jurassic
1: Park. <laughs> there we go. Second episode in, and we're going to have a cease and desist at the door. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, man, uh, yeah! Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed episode one. If you haven't listened to it yet, okay, um, <laughs> it's out there. If you want to, you don't have to. Uh, but from now on, you're you're in it. If you did listen to episode one, you're in it. You're you're yeah. b- buckle in because we're headed on a crazy ride. Um, we've got a lot of surprises and treats for you this week. I'm really excited about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's head right into it. Nolan, what have you been listening to this week?
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, I have, for uh, the longest time, I have been into this band called 100th. Uh, I think the first time I ever knew 100th existed, I was at a show in Orlando in 2010. Uh, they were, I say were, they were a heavy band. They were, I, I don't know what you'd even classify them as, like part, partly hardcore, they were just, really uh aggressive <laughs> and uh i a couple of years ago now two three maybe years ago they decided they're done with the heavy sound they did not change their name they did not change their logos nothing and they started putting out this indie music and at first it was a little it was still like that the drums were all there and it was this big heavy thing still but like there were there was no screaming and it was just like a it was just good and and then they went and progressed even further down that it's more of like this electronic shoegaze is not the right way to describe it but it's kind of in that realm Mm -hmm. and they released a new song Uh, it's it's called Bottle It Up uh, and I've just been jamming it
0: totally hardcore oh yeah yeah
1: open up the pit There you go. So that right there, I mean, how can you not start to smile, you know, and just kind of bob your head to that? I don't know. That's just kind of how I've been starting my week. It's been a really good, positive week, and they yeah. just kind of capped it off with that. So yeah, that's a good, uh, that's
0: a, yeah. I don't know, when I, when, when you sent me this, uh, my immediate reaction was, that's a good end of summer track, and holy moly, here in Tennessee, we are, the fall is starting. I woke up today, went on a run, it was like 60 degrees out. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is that perfect, like, let's move on. Let's change seasons kind of song to me. Yeah, super absolutely. And I mean, yeah, respect to the band that it's able to completely change their sound like that. I mean, I don't know (laughs) if this was maybe some kind of cash grab or whatever, because obviously like the, the money is in the eighties synth wave. Sure. Yeah. Like, it, no, I, it doesn't really matter. Like, the fact that you can do that is insane.
1: Exactly. And what I was seeing so, I, the last time I had seen 100th Live when they were doing their heavy sound, they were on a tour uh, with Silverstein and uh, a census fail, and they opened, and you could just see the disdain. Like, they were not, I, I feel like, I don't know, I don't want to speak for them, but it didn't seem like they were having so much fun. Yeah. Like, they were kind of just over it, and they were just going through the motions now. And the fact that they did this, they're fantastic at it. Like it sounds fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. Hundredth.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) I love that, man. I, I I love listening to artists that put out one album and it sounds a certain way. And then the next thing, even if you're expecting like something similar to the last album it's just a complete 180 that is pure expression I love it. no
1: business just do it do what you want to do yeah because that's it's like cool. you
0: know they don't really have to answer to anybody you know they can exactly. do the music they want and if you're a real fan then you'll you'll hop on you'll cling on to it but that's that's a huge jump you know to make the jump from hardcore you know a, a genre in which the fans can be very uh, particular um yes. or you know that like <laughs> If you're a hardcore guy, that's what you're into, you know, generally speaking. It's like you you follow those yeah. bands and then you you have this band who has a pretty good sound already and then they just completely reverse it and go they to something different. They flip it different.
1: and reverse it. Yeah. yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, props to props them. To them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh yeah. What you I've, listening to? I have been listening to a band called The Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. <laughs> and uh I'm going to play a little bit of their song called Cornflake. First time I heard this, I was blown away. This right here.
1: What? (laughs) what happened there (laughs) oh
0: yeah uh so i know what you're thinking um with a name like that um this is not a real band these guys are silly this is this is one of those silly bands uh i stumbled across these guys like three years ago or so now um and they've always like kind of snuck their way into this playlist or that playlist um they are obviously a, a psychedelic rock band um uh, yeah and, fuzz city talk yeah. about I, I, the, I as i was listening to that i was just like riff
1: riff yeah like it's just <laughs> it, that riff is so good it is a, it is a
0: tremendous riff so if you know Whoa. me i'm always on the hunt for like those friday driving home after work kind of albums that you just want to like it. turn up and like drive 90 miles down the highway to
1: yeah um mm-hmm.
0: and this was one of those albums for me uh yeah so this band <laughs> is called psychedelic porn crumpets uh, they've put out several albums since okay. 2013 or so. Uh, this album came out in 2016. It's called High Visceral Part One, and that was the intro song called Cornflake. This whole album is just nonstop energy. It's tremendous. Um, and in the bit that I played there, I, there there weren't any vocals, but they they have a vocalist. Um, I think they have several actually, kind of a big band. Um, yeah. What I really like and appreciate about these guys is that I really like psych rock. Uh, and and you know bringing in effects, I love fuzz and delay and all the kind of right. like weird trippy stuff that that bands yeah. do. Especially nowadays, I think there's a huge scene for it, and coming mm-hmm. out of Australia, which absolutely, um, oh yeah. But what what tends to happen with that genre a lot is the bands rely too much on those effects, and it, they're covering it up for you know lack of um, talent and and lack cohesion as a band. Uh, these yep. guys aren't these guys uh, these guys could be a metal band you know like they could they could really be like sure. a, a, a heavy metal band if they wanted to. They're quite to. technical. They're, they're they're really technical but not so technical to the point where it takes away from the catchiness right. of the song.
1: No overshadowing. It's a it's a delightful blend.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I <laughs> I really like that. I really appreciate it is like you know I, I like listening to bands where I can go, "Oh man, I I couldn't do that. Like I no, like not in ten million years could I do something like that. Right. And 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 I really appreciate that. But I don't like when bands get too technical to the point where it's not really even a song. It's just look how many time signatures we can play in and and how many exactly. noodly boodlies we can do. Um, I want to call out yeah. bands, but
1: I'm not going to do that. Oh no, feel free to. <laughs> I'm
0: sure they're not going to listen to this. Huh?
1: Oh, I'm sure they're not. Yeah. No. I mean, the first thing that I think of is animals as leaders but that's like uh-huh. their thing they're supposed to do that yeah and whatnot but I,
0: I respect animals as leader but for that I do. reason yeah
1: right I, it's not a listenable thing it's mm-hmm. uh, they're not in my you know my playlist yeah. of what i choose to listen they're not to. casual
0: uh, that's i think that's, that's, that's true. a big thing is a lot of these bands are yeah. not casual you know they're really good they're great and there's no but disputing the, that
1: but the name of these guys again
0: psychedelic porn crumpets
1: psychedelic porn crumpets Mm-hmm. crumpets yes sir. and that was a song called cornflake yes sir well they certainly win the award for best names
0: best yeah band name best that's, the, that's the hard part though is like uh, i always feel like i want to i you know when i want to share this music with like a family member uh, especially yeah i can't say yeah. the name because it's like well you know it's, yeah it's porn it's kind of yeah, weird it's it awkward it's a hot button like uh <laughs> yeah there's there's other bands out there that are really dig but you know they've got they've got naughty names so, yeah, no, absolutely. are not necessarily. Well, like kind of Naughty bands. They're not. They're not like gross or anything. They're just they're no uh, rocking They're just.
1: They're just some some people who decided that was that's uh, the yeah, way they wanted to do that's their. What they wanted to do
0: music. Yeah. <laughs> well, they rock. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I, I was I was really happy with that. Um, again, uh, if if you want to check these guys out, go on Spotify. They all their all their albums kind of uh, have that really heavy, aggressive feeling. A lot of like nonstop energy. Um, so if you're in that kind of heavy party mood. Yeah. You want to, right. Is our playlist,
1: the playlist that we have, is it public? Uh,
0: yeah, it is. Uh, so thank you for pointing that out. Um, we need to get better at, um, uh, housekeeping on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We are officially on social media. Uh, we're also on Spotify. There is a, uh, shared weekly playlist that we will update all the songs that we talk about on. If you want to go on there, find the new music, find the one hit wonders that we talk about. It's all going to be on there. So um, yeah. And by
1: this time, episode one will be already released, I believe on Spotify, Apple podcasts, yes. whatever you listen to. It should be there. Yep. Uh, and of course, this one will be there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think we're going to try and release this one at the same time as as number one. So, which and, uh, you already so, know so that if you're listening.
1: Right, exactly. Social media wise, uh, we're just—it's just one hit, no wonder. Type that in. We're on Instagram, and if you're a Twitter user, uh, we're going to be using that account for a bunch of dad jokes and polls and other things.
0: Yeah. Correction. <laughs> Nolan will be using. that Nolan account, will be using. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about Twitter. Because I'm old. Uh, also, uh, another correction. One hit wonder pod. If you're. Pod. Yes. Don't forget the pod at the end. I mean, you'll probably still find it, but you'll find it. Uh, anyways, that's a, little, a quick little housekeeping. I guess we'll talk more about that at the end. I don't know, maybe not. Um, Nolan, me? Yes, I have a super fun new segment I want to tell you about.
1: I got really nervous. I thought you were. I thought I was supposed to do something like <laughs> and take it away, Nolan. Nolan, it's, it's your job now. <laughs> it's your thing. hey, you're up. <laughs> uh, I'm like, uh, I am not prepared if there's something I need to do. Right dude, now.
0: We we talked about this so
1: beforehand. this is this is the surprise. So yes. apparently this is a segment I have no idea yeah. about
0: what, what's happening right now. So when I when I came up with the idea to do this show, I wanted to uh, not only explore one-hit wonders, but I wanted to do other segments as well that made me laugh and made me have a fun time <laughs> and that I thought other people <laughs> might have a fun time with. Um, so I have a new segment, and I'm going to try and do this maybe every week, maybe every other week. Um great. And I'll, I'll try and come up with fun titles. But this segment is called black midi corner
1: black midi corner
0: yes sir it's black midi 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 corner welcome to black midi MIDI corner (laughs) this is the brand new segment on one hit no wonder uh i have to ask nolan have you ever heard the term black midi i have not okay So uh, it's a really fun thing to me when I stumble across a new genre that I've never heard of before because you know, with with the age of the internet and the billions of people in the world, um, Uh genres are limitless now. Yep. And there's nothing that you can't create music-wise. Or say that it fits into. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. um, So (laughs) I I stumbled across one. And uh, actually, I stumbled across a bunch, but I thought this one just had to be talked about because as, as popular as this genre is, i had never heard of it i asked a few people they had never heard of it um and it it shocked me uh just how popular it is uh it's, it's called black midi um
1: this is a genre it's called black midi yeah,
0: yeah this is a what genre mean? of music called black midi so so if you're not familiar with like i guess tech music terms midi is like a it's like Uh, tech it's it's like when you when you do something that's that's not real like you you it's like a plug-in instrument like a drum
1: machine like a
0: drum machine or a keyboard uh it's 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 a midi like it gets read as a midi file in whatever daw that you're using to make your music right um so black midi uh is this like
1: wait is this
0: like like black metal like um it's sort of (laughs) along the same lines uh the general (laughs) overview of black midi (laughs) is it's it's all programmed music obviously none of it is played on a real instrument it's programmed by humans but the objective (laughs) is to write or play a song uh and use as many notes as humanly possible oh uh, to try and basically make a cohesive song that plays every key on the keyboard on an 88 key keyboard oh um, my goodness and 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 make the song work that way um and boy, howdy, does it get wild!
1: <laughs> I need to hear. So, I,
0: I know you. You have something. I have. Up. I have a few examples here uh, that oh, I wanted no. to share with you. Um, I'll start out with one. I I honestly couldn't tell you the the name of the artist or the song because like I, I, this this song that I'll play now do, apparently comes they, from. Huh?
1: Do they use all the letters in the alphabet in their name?
0: Uh, no. It's it's syn- um, synthesia, <laughs> synthesia? Synthesia Armageddon to uh, Art Creo <laughs> Armageddon. Petrix. Uh, this is the end of the world in song form but at the end of the (laughs) title of this song it says the super mario bros 2 so i (laughs) i guess this is from you're in like the armpit
1: of soundcloud aren't you what where did you go to find this i have my on reddit yeah it was reddit i know it was reddit
0: (laughs) um so i want to play you a little bit of uh this song um Ooh, I just got a phone call from an unknown number on, on my Microsoft nice. teams. Um but I yeah, I'll, I'll play a little bit of this song uh, kind of right before it gets usually these songs start normal, uh you know, kind of fast, obviously. But um the oh the the goal of these songs again is to play as many notes as possible. And in all the YouTube videos that I found, they have the note marker, like the number of notes that they played in the song right. in the title. Uh, so, this song contains 3,141,592 notes uh, in the whole song. So, here we go. This is <laughs> Synesthesia something or other from Super Mario Brothers 2.
1: Okay. My brain feels scrambled.
0: I want to read some of the YouTube comments here. Um, this person said, just learn how to play this on my piano. Thanks for the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beginner um, mode. This is how Beethoven lost his hearing. <laughs> oh uh, no. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll throw a link to the uh video here in the in the show yeah, notes, but basically what it is is it's one of those, you know, key keyboards that shows you like the notes coming down kind of like the gu- Guitar Hero Oh, like sort Guitar of thing. Hero. Yeah. Yeah, so it shows you all the notes that are being played and in case it didn't come across obvious in, in that, um every note at several points throughout song on the keyboard is is being played simultaneously. Like there's never not a note being played. Uh, during Whoa. like the heaviest parts of that song. And it's, it's yeah. pure chaos. It's physically it's... impossible for any human to do. Honestly, it, it sounds to me like what happened was an alien robot came down from space, uh, attended a piano concert, uh, watched mm. a master playing piano and then yes. killed that master and sat down on the piano and said, now it's my now. turn. I am now the master. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's really awful. It's, it's, I don't, but I don't know. Maybe it's not awful. It's, it's really hard to listen to. And it honestly gives you a headache.
1: It's uh, for me. I, I I love music and don't get me wrong. I love some, some piano, some smooth jazz in the coffee house, but, uh, my brain is scrambled and, uh, it's about consumption of, you know, how, Mm -hmm. how you consume it. Props to those people though. Uh, I'm sure that takes a lot of skill and to program something
0: like that yeah yeah uh, to it, it make does. it something it takes cohesive. a lot of time but yeah it's kind of like why you know like that's why? wild yeah but I mean why do why do people do anything especially why do in, people in break music, it's like
1: exactly why do they break records yeah. Guinness Book of World Records is that it was probably something like that motivated That's yeah. wild though
0: yeah um but anyways yeah. so that's that's black midi corner for this week uh, I'm gonna yeah. try and come back <laughs> at some point and, and and explore more genres um that Great. people actually listen to that that video by the way has like three million views on three on million YouTube. yeah wow
1: I missed some uh, almost That's as many crazy. notes
0: as are played in the song <laughs> so <laughs> but anyways uh let's move on to our main topic today. What are you saying? Let's dive topic. into the one hand no wonder
1: To head,
0: head to head. Nolan, who are we putting up this week?
1: Well, we have we 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 didn't go so classic as last episode, so far back in time, uh, but we decided to travel back to the school days of the '90s slash 2000s, and we have the band Fountains of Wayne going up against Bowling for Soup.
0: Bowling for Soup. Da-da. Two bands that Two have. Bands. St- Stapled, their way into the ethro of rock history, right? Because they exactly. are the greatest I would say so. rock, probably <laughs> the greatest rock of the 2000s, honestly.
1: Of the 2000s, of the whole
0: 2000s, yeah. Of um, the
1: yeah. Well, yeah. they're very similar. I think this is all this the this comparison this week all started because when when I say a one hit wonder and whatnot, I didn't mean to do that one hit wonder and whatnot. That should be.
0: Ooh, that's a new title.
1: That's a new title. Yeah. Write that down. That's a segment. Uh, one hit wonder and whatnot. We can okay. Uh, but Fountains of Wayne, like whenever I, I talk about a one hit wonder, Stacy's mom just can. It comes up. It comes up and comes up. And I and what got me thinking is I I didn't prior to this uh, this week, I didn't know any <laughs> other Fountains of Wayne songs, uh, and I started doing research and whatnot and and. We're going to get into it and whatnot, but the other side of that coin was um, a band that got suggested was was Bowling for Soup, and a lot of people that I know know some Bowling for Soup songs, mm-hmm. but the majority of people I know only know 1985. Yeah. So yeah, we wanted to put them head to head. Yeah. Are they and- one hit wonders? Are they are they both not one hit wonders? <laughs> We're,
0: yeah, I, I think the argument could be made here because, you know, like they're not uh, sp- particularly uh, Bowling for Soup is not on most lists of one hit wonders. Um, but I think that's more or less because technically the song 1985 wasn't ever really a hit like it was kind of a
1: a defined hit. Right.
0: Yeah. Like it was it more like
1: their most popular song. Yeah. 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 So,
0: you know what? Uh, it.
1: But Who's the same scared? circle, though. That's the thing. Is that yeah, it may not have been like a commercial success. To some level, it was. I mean, that 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 sure. video was on VH1. He was doing uh the the uh, uh what's his name? The guy from Wham. Uh, George, George Michael. George Michael. He was like impersonating him on the in the driveway. I remember that video, man. When I was a kid, mm. I had VH1 on all day, and that mm. music video was awesome. But then again, at the same time, around the same time, there you see Stacy's mom. But then I, but then for years and years and years, I'm talking like maybe a decade. I didn't hear another Bowling for Soup song, and then 1985 got played in a bar or something like that. And I was yeah.
0: like, oh my gosh, I remember yeah. that song. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try and argue here. Uh, you probably did hear another Bowling for Soup song uh, if you ever I probably watched the did. show Phineas and Ferb. Um, then Phineas you heard and Ferb. One of their songs all the time. Yeah. You know, the- as
1: a as a 27 year old man, that's one of my favorite shows. And you're right. I watch Phineas hey! And don't Ferb dog on Phineas all. and Ferb. Okay, <laughs> look, that's a that's a good show. That was
0: one of Disney's better shows uh, in the in the mid. You're right. Aughts, to, I guess. To Ferb, to Ferb. This one goes out to, <laughs> to Ferb. Ferb. Um, Raise your glasses to Ferb, lest we forget. <laughs> lest we forget, El um, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah, the Phineas and Ferb theme song, uh, where they're talking about like um, summer vacation, and then like you know they gotta go build all this stuff or whatever. You've seen. Well, the I mean show. that's. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't, for soup.
1: There is so that's a that's a good point. I guess we'll bring it up now because of that. But these people, the people in these bands, are uh, great songwriters. Um, mm-hmm. If you go, so part of the research I did is I was on Wikipedia, and and uh, now Wikipedia isn't the best source, but it does have sources at the bottom. If you follow those sources. What I found on the pages were were true. Um, And so one of the things I saw is is if you go into the individual members of, say, Fountains of Wayne and um, uh, the – was it their guitarist that passed away?
0: Uh, Adam Schlesinger, yeah. Adam Schlesinger? He was was the primary songwriter and the bassist for the band.
1: And the bassist for Fountains of Wayne. So I went into his profile and his songwriting credits – Are not only there's there's quite a few, but there's a a few great songs on that. But the thing that I found the most interesting is uh, this is prior or this is after we had already chosen these bands for this week. But Adam Schlesinger, or I'm sorry for butchering Schlesinger, um, he has a songwriting credit on Bowling for Soup's song. Is it High School Never Ends?
0: Is that what it is?
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he co-wrote it or if Uh he thought of a line or what, but he has a credit for writing one of their songs. But in any any case, that person, he's responsible for a lot of songs that we all know. And it's really interesting if you go and look at that, but... Yeah,
0: uh, I Adam, found that for, really for those of you who don't know, Adam uh, Schlesinger died uh, earlier this year from coronavirus. Right. And mm-hmm. um, uh, apart from Fountains of Wayne, he was a pretty prolific songwriter uh, and producer. Yeah. He's, he's worked with artists uh, like Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin, uh, Dashboard Confessional, um, the Monkeys, uh, Motion City Soundtrack, Fastball—they might be giants. Like he's—he's he's got a lot of production credits. Um, he's also written uh, TV show theme songs and movie theme songs. He wrote all the—if you ever watched the movie uh, "That Thing You Do" from uh, Tom Hanks, from like yes. the late '90s—he wrote all the music in that movie. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, he. Some uh, people I think he played with Cheap Trick for a while. Um,
1: some people are just wired differently. Yeah, it's kind of like like when when Prince passed away. Uh, the, a, a lot of information came out about like how he how he lived, and he basically lived in his studio. What I keep kept reading, he had yeah. albums after albums. And he would just keep yeah. writing songs after songs, he never quit. Yeah, and it sounds like this guy just had that brain. That's man, why that like, genius after brain. his
0: death, that's why after Prince's death, like there were basically like his estate didn't want to release any of that music, but like you know over a few years, they just kept releasing albums and albums and albums of stuff that right. Prince just wrote, like in his. In his house, right, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah. like it's it's crazy how some people are, you know, some musicians are just wired to constantly work and constantly write with different people, right? Um, exactly, yeah, exactly. So really great songwriter. Um, you know, the fact that he was a member of Fountains of Wayne should be like the least like you know prioritized credit right. that he gets but because of yeah. the huge success of stacy's mom like there's probably not a person in america who doesn't know that song who doesn't know um, or yeah. the
1: band fountains of wayne if yeah. if you don't know the name fountains of wayne as soon as you hear the first five seconds of stacy's mom you understand who fountains of wayne is <laughs> yeah um
0: so let's go ahead and play a little bit of a uh, stacy's mom just to just to give a little bit of a refresher for the folks. I don't know why it seems slower than the the last time. I'm taking right back to
1: when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, huge music video that went along with this. Yeah, man.
1: That music video, it rocked my world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little 12-year-old boy, like. (laughs) Posting it's after that, this mom. That hot
1: mom, man. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Stacy's mom. I remember the end of the music video. The mom is like stripping on the dining room table. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. See, I have not watched she's the music like, video in a long time. She's on like a stripper pole and look at that.
0: <laughs> Wanted it. To the chorus here, but, yeah. I i don't remember the music video Dude. much. I just remember oh, the, the scene of the little boy like mowing the lawn and like, <laughs> and, and the fact that like she's the, in the lawn the, chair or something the, like that. The girl in the music video who's like trying to get him is also like 13, <laughs> but she's like acting all way too adult for like oh, yeah. that music video. And I 100% I know, always kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but uh.
1: <laughs> i just thought it, that's just added to the ridiculousness of the of the entire song the because i mean as a as a growing boy yeah <laughs> there's there are hot moms there are hot moms and uh, it, that song was it released at the perfect time for for you and i growing up and it was quite relatable in some circumstances Mm-hmm. And darn it if that music video wasn't the one of the more hilarious things that I had seen. Yeah. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. He's mowing the lawn or whatever. Or she's I don't know. I, I can't remember. I
0: didn't watch the music video, but I, I, I just it remember was pretty her. Much like exactly what the <laughs> lyrics were saying, like the mom was <laughs> yeah. hanging out by the pool.
1: The side by side. The daughter lawn. just gets so pissed off. Yeah. You you and my mom.
0: <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, was it was there a, a like in that music video? Was there like a recreation of the scene from Fast Times at Ridgemont High? You know, you I know which know. scene I'm talking about with the uh, the the bathroom scene where you know the girl gets out of the yes. pool and yeah yes was, was yes that there part is of the thing like okay,
1: it was a part of the music video. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing, but I think it just added to the like it was the perfect music video for that song, mm-hmm. and it just kept soaring and soaring and soaring. And everybody, every, I mean, it's hard to if you haven't heard Stacy's mom, you had to have been. No internet access, no radio, yeah. nothing. It was everywhere.
0: Yeah, it, it really was, man. Like it, In 2003, that song was released, and uh, it was nominated for a Grammy. I don't think it won, but it was nomin- nominated for a Grammy for Best Rock Song um, and probably loads of nominations for, for other things as well. Right, um, right. But that song is currently on Spotify sitting at 209 million plays,
1: 209 which is million. pretty high,
0: uh, all things considered. Uh, their next most popular song is called "Hey Julie," and that is sitting at thirteen million plays. Again, pretty high. Um, yeah,
1: not a not a not hit, but yeah. by by the standard we're going for, uh, the gap is pretty major. Yeah, yeah you know,
0: absolutely. Uh, so let's take a little listen to "Hey Julie." Uh, kind of get a feel. it. Is for it a it. bop? Is it a bop? Hmm, I don't know. Let's 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 decide here. little softer working all day for a mean little man with the clip on tight and a rub on tip he's got me running around the office like a dog around a track But when i get back home you're always there to rub my back hey Julie, look what they're doing to
1: me trying to trip me up trying to wear this is nice down. this is good Johnny, i swear oh. it's
0: so hard to bear it and i never make it
1: Oh yeah, that's very well put together. That's nice. That, that that's was. That's a great song. Yeah, I um, think lyrically it was just yeah. as impressive as as just the the song. Yeah. It flowed nicely. That's yeah. a bop.
0: It's uh, it seem, it seems pretty pretty down to earth. Uh, your narrator, your your singer here is is he's got a rough time at the office. Uh, mm-hmm. but when he gets home from work, his 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 lady Julie is always there to to rub his back to take care of him that's good really nice Julie. That's, that's cute uh that's yeah the lyrics song. go on it says hours on the phone making pointless calls i got got a desk full of paper that means nothing at all sometimes i catch myself staring into space counting down the hours till i see your face so that's that's nice that's cute that's very sweet yeah it's a yeah. simple so it's a, simple little love song there
1: yeah it's a good song mm-hmm. with good intentions yeah and it actually sounded good
0: almost the opposite of uh stacy's mom with uh with its bad intentions there
1: hey man <laughs> hits are hits okay <laughs> hits are hits
0: i mean like it, there's no one listening to this right now that's like that's a better song than stacy's mom because obviously <laughs> no. it's no um. it, it, i think it's just it's a different
1: it's a totally different like it's not the same song yeah. which is another cool thing they're not trying to it doesn't sound like they were trying to duplicate or beat mm-hmm. stacy's mom it's just hey this is a good song yeah let's record it and play it
0: yeah stamp it. Uh, Can't really be mad at that. No, Um,
1: not at all. I think I have a, I, I, I know what I think about fountains of Wayne. (laughs) Oh yeah. Is it time to time to move over to bowling for soup? Can we talk about bowling for soup? The name? Yeah. What in um, the world? Bowling. Yep. So for the longest time as a kid, I had mistaken their name as bobbing for soup. (laughs) And Uh. And to me, I, I did, you know, I did. I, I had heard a friend. I probably heard a friend say it wrong, or he said it right, and I heard something wrong, mm-hmm. and it made me laugh because all I could think of is bobbing for apples and yeah. bobbing for soup doesn't Sticking make sense. Sticking your head in a bowl of chicken noodles. Sticking your head down, yeah, and you're trying to grab it all, and it just doesn't work. So bowling.
0: Well, here's here's what I always soup. assumed was uh-huh. either a it's a totally random name. And I've never done any research into this, and they just thought bowling for soup sure that works. Neither have Or B, they're bowling is in like getting a bowl for your <laughs> soup. Uh, I'm gonna call which also that doesn't make yeah. any sense at all. No,
1: not at all. When I go out and get noodles, I'm gonna go bowling for noodles. <laughs> hey. Where are you going, I mean, Nolan? Bowling <laughs> for noodles tonight. You
0: make veggie soup. Yeah, you want me to uh, bowl you up?
1: I, mean, I can get you a bowl. We can go bowling for soup here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs>
0: I'll go bowling myself. Thank
1: you. So what do we have? 1985?
0: Yes. So their big hit was 1985. I love um, this song. Yeah, it's uh this this song is currently sitting at one hundred and fifty two million three hundred and sixty nine thousand and five. plays. What's well, up there? Plays. It's up there. Um if you haven't heard it before, here it is.
1: Yeah, She's gonna be an She's that's it, gonna be man. Talk about like you hitting catching lightning in a bottle is what I've heard. Very many musicians describe like like uh, the, the guy from finger 11 when mm-hmm. they did that song. Uh, if I gave it oh if I traded it all away for oh, one, yeah, thi- yeah. one thing, that's it. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to think of the name. But Mm -hmm. when when they describe writing that song, they weren't writing music like they were in the studio, but they were done for the day. And Mm -hmm. that guy just started playing something on guitar and started humming. And the next thing you know, one thing happened. And so when I think of songs like Bowling for Soups, 1985, and Mm -hmm. you think of the hits that are happening in the verse, the Debbie just hit the wall, that bit, it's it's catching lightning in a bottle because dang it, that's catchy, man.
0: It is. It is really it's catchy. So I mean, there's there's not much denying that. Um, mm. I I never I never got into this band. I never really yeah. got into this song. It was kind of one of those like, and I used to be really particular. It was kind of one of those eye rolly songs to me. Like, okay, because
1: you know, it was but, the one that you heard all the it, yeah, it was Stacey's it was, again, mom up there.
0: It was sort of like Stacy's mom for me. Like, I I, I liked the song Stacy's mom, but but for like pure comedic value, sure. Um, because like back in it's a karaoke track. Yeah. In, in 2003, I was not listening to music like this, the, like, like pop punk Ooh, kind yeah. of friendly stuff because, because I had, I had like a vendetta against it for some stupid reason. Like you oh, had that's a not vendetta
1: against it when I met you in like 06 or yeah. whatever, whenever it was Matt had for, for, so if you're looking at Matt right now, Matt does not look like Matt back then <laughs> Matt had John Paul Jones hair. He, he wore Led Zeppelin shirts all day, every day. And it was a classic rock party all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that was kind of my bag. Um, I was 100% into classic rock. If it wasn't oh, yeah. like Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath or like Rush. Pink Floyd. Then yeah, I, I wasn't into it. I still love those bands. I, I'm right. going to have a soft spot for those guys. Nothing wrong with um, those bands. But uh, yeah, back back then, you couldn't convince me that there was anything else worth listening to, like anything post <laughs> the year 1995, like after yep. Nirvana, uh. I was not into it, um, um, which this song actually touches on, you know, Waiting for Nirvana. There was yep. YouTube and Blondie and music still on MTV. So I should have been all about this song. Like, oh, yeah, I can totally relate. Um, <laughs> but what, where where I kind of fall on the line with this song in particular is mm. this this sense of nostalgia that the the listener to the song was supposed to feel um like how much better times were back then and how like this this mom is stuck in 1985 and she refuses to get with the times um and that's cute i think it's it's cute and it's fun and and like it's innocent but like sure i don't know it 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 used to bother it doesn't bother me at all nowadays i'm i don't listen to this song on the regular but like back then my my big issue with it was like there's nothing real about this song. Um.
1: The, see, that's what I was gonna kind of bring up to you because a lot of folks have issues with bands that that uh, the term is pandering. Yes, uh, to, and they pander to the audience of today. I think this is the yeah. there probably are very few examples of a band that is pandering to the past, which it seems right. this is this is this is what this song is. It's talking to these people who don't like today's music back even when it was released. I don't even know when it was released. Early 2000s. Uh, 2004.
0: This song's 2004. Now.
1: So, yeah, it's it's to that audience, the young audience. And the funny thing is, is it's pandering to these people who are a little older, their age 20s, 30s, and whatnot at that, that time. And yep. the kids latched on to this. So I, I was in, I think, fourth grade or something mm-hmm. like that. I was in grade school. And that was, it was the jam. It was on the bus. Everybody yeah. was listening to it. They all knew the lyrics and mm-hmm. all of that. So whatever they did, it it worked. Yeah. yeah, it was just catchy for me. I don't know. I was a part of the crowd that was like, if you, you know, so. I, I was I was doing everything everybody else was. I didn't have my own way just yet. I was mm-hmm. uh, very much influenced by others, and not it's and it's not that 1985 is a bad song, but I was on a different track than you were. Yeah. You
0: know? No, and that—that's. I think that makes total sense, and I think right. like a lot of a lot of listeners, especially people who got into the the more pop punk slash emo scene, this was this was more their jam than mine. Um, yeah, I and now like even uh, looking looking at the song now the. I, I actually I, I appreciate the song. I'm not gonna say I like the song, uh, but I do appreciate <laughs> the song because it it's on the list of uh, emo karaoke night uh, here in Nashville. They do oh, uh, well not lately, but um, they'll they'll have like a live pop the live band, band. That comes and does yeah, yeah emo karaoke, and you can sign up for different songs, and you go up on stage and sing with this band who's playing right. the backing music. That's that's awesome. Uh, I've gone two times now and both times. Like somebody has gotten up and, and done 1985 and the whole crowd just goes crazy and gets into yeah. it. And it's a really fun experience. Like That's even if you're not a fan of the songs, like most of those songs I didn't grow up with. So like, I'm not, you know, uh, a big fan of those bands or whatever, but like just watching everybody have fun like that and just like be taken To live back, in that
1: moment. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's ridiculously fun. Um, I want to <laughs> talk about some of the album names that Bowling for Soup has a, uh, Okay. Graced us with. Um, this this song, 1985, came off the album A Hangover You Don't Deserve. Mm. Uh, followed by that, they put out an album in 2005 that seems like a cover album. Uh, it's called Bowling for Soup, Go to the Movies. And it's got songs like the Jimmy Neutron theme on it, which oh I gosh. don't know if that's actually them or not. Uh, but they have Baby One More Time, which is obviously Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Uh, they have I Melt With You. They have Gilligan's Islands theme. And I, I don't know, uh, I don't know if these are like originals or, or covers.
1: Or- no, I think, uh, well now I haven't listened to it, but I something, something, I, I feel like I've heard that Gilligan's Island song and it's literally the, I think the theme song yeah. of Gilligan's um, Island. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Then, yeah. Then they, uh, the following year they put out the great burrito extortion case, uh, <laughs> okay. which our next song is on 2006. <laughs> Um, sorry for partying came out in 2009 and then they got really raunchy with merry flippin Christmas volume one so, flippin
1: or does it actually say that the, it's the, the no, woop woop it's,
0: it's word they put out, oh. it, that was a two part album. They, they put it's a out Christian merry album. Christmas part one and then part two. Yeah. And then they got, uh, <laughs> they got super Christian and put out lunch drunk love. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Songs people actually liked, which I guess is, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a cover song. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, I kind of I kind of dig these these album titles. I think they're, yeah. they're funny. Um, but anyways, yeah. So so their next most popular song on Spotify is called "High School Never Ends." Yes, um, and that one is sitting at a pretty forty eight million plays, mm-hmm. um, which is more than our our, our uh, Fountains of Wayne second mm-hmm. song. So um, I was not familiar with this one uh, at all. I I don't think I had ever heard this before. I listened to it like yesterday. So I am, this was Uh a big
1: jam. Uh, and my wife, Amanda, uh, used to go to the library and buy, not buy. She would actually go and get like the maximum number of CDs you could take home Yeah, and she would burn them onto her computer. And this is one of the albums, one of the albums she did. And and she got into this and she showed me this song a, a few years back. I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with it at the time, but it's, uh, It's a bop. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Let's check it
0: out. High School Never Ends. you go okay
1: i know what you're gonna say it's <laughs> what am i gonna say well it's it number one it's not what you listen to and and it's
0: so well yeah
1: uh what i think now it, it doesn't seem like rocket science but it is difficult uh-huh. to think of things like that and that melody obviously came to the the from Man the Singer, or whomever writes the melodies in Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And started as that uh, 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 mm-hmm. bit. And they made it out of that. The guitars forming around it. Like yeah. there there's a reason why this thing is listened to forty eight million some odd times, you know? Yeah. You can tell.
0: Yeah. It's a well written song. It's it, yeah. Well yes, it is a well written song. It's catchy. Yeah. I mean, no one no one could deny that. It's it's right. really catchy. Um, it's an earworm gets stuck in your head. Here's here's my problem with this song and, and yeah. kind of the impression that I get for from Bowling for Soup in general is they're they're cashing in on a misplaced sense of nostalgia that that no one ever had. I don't know anybody in high school that, <laughs> I, that I went to school with or, or after the fact that had an experience similar to this. It was. It's kind of like the impression I get from the song is they all sat down. The band sat down and watched one too many like '80s movies on high it. school experience. Right. And they were like, okay, this is this is what the kids are all about. Well, and no, like, the,
1: and that's what's genius to me about this is that they didn't cash in on what high, high school was actually like. Right. They cashed in on what was already. Marketed to the teens. Yeah. This is what high school's like. Your, uh, your, 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 um, uh, not Full House. What was I going to think of? What's the, what's the screeches in? Uh, Say by the bell, oh, Boy yeah. Meets World. Yeah. All these, these, these shows that came, you know, that you were brought up with. And then here's the, the song that, oh, that's how I remember it. That's, that's how they remember it because that's what they watch on TV. Sure. You know? Yeah. And so I feel like that it's genius. And again, there is a level of pandering that is yeah. happening to that idea, you know, of right. this is how, oh, this is how like I remember it well, oh, it's the shows. Everybody's yeah. gonna relate to this. If they actually talked about how high school was, it would be kind of boring,
0: yeah. you know. I yeah, I mean, and that's that's fine. Well, I don't think so. I think if you're if you're a good enough songwriter, and I'm not trying to say these guys are bad songwriters, but I think if you're a good enough songwriter, you can write about the real experiences you had in high school and they can be sure. relatable. In fact, I think it was a
1: tent. It's so intentional for them. I think yeah, they knew, they knew is. their there's brand. No doubt.
0: Yeah. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to make you laugh and, and have a good time. It's, it's innocent. Right. And that's really what it's all about. Right. There's, I mean, there's some arguably problematic lyrics here. You know, uh, uh, you'll never guess what Jessica did and how did Mary Kate lose all that weight? And Katie had a baby. So I guess Tom's straight. Right. Um, it was a different time. It's a different you know? time. But uh, yeah, and, and like, I, but again, it's also a, a complete product of its time because they have lyrics in here like Reese Witherspoon, she's the prom queen. Bill Gates, captain yeah. of the chess team. Jack Black, Jack the Black clown, the clown, Brad Pitt, <laughs> the quarterback. Like, you know, just reference here. Have some references exactly. in your have song. Have some
1: references. No, and that's that's where I, I, I mean, I'm sure other bands tried to do mm-hmm. this same thing. Yeah. Uh, but bowling for suit, man, they beat him to it and they cashed in on it. I'm sure that they did. And yeah. and even now, so the, you know, TikTok and, and what it is right now, like the front man, I believe it's TikTok or if he's just posted on Instagram. But there are people no, it's gotta be on TikTok. There there are people that are taking nineteen eighty five. And they're putting today's references into 1985, yeah. and they're doing this with their songs. And the Bowling for Soup guys are loving it. They're like, "Oh yeah, huh. man, give it to us! Like this is amazing!" And what? And they're promoting and promoting it because all it does is promote their own stuff. They genuinely seem like good dudes yeah. that wanted to make fun music. They wanted to keep it light, and also they weren't going to keep it so PG. You know, they sure, sure. they seem like they're genuinely just guys that want to have fun. Yeah. And I see that on every interview that I had watched with them, they just seemed like good dudes yeah. and the guy, the, they can write some dang songs, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and that's, that's totally fine. And I mean, like yeah. for, for a band like this to find success, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, yeah. you know, good for them. They, they can craft exactly a catchy song. Um, it's not hurting anybody. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to judge them on that. I think, no,
1: absolutely. I think anybody, listen to any, it or any, any, don't
0: like, like yeah, oh, uh, I'm a cultured music listener. I I don't have time for this. Like eh, get over yourself. It's this is fine. Like there there was a, there was a genre or like an age in this genre in the early two thousands when, you know, we were like uh, the early age of the internet, when these bands just started popping up everywhere and it wasn't quite pop punk, it wasn't emo. It was just like, rock music that right. was like trying to bring innocence and, and fun in, into rock music, you yeah. Know, especially after the grunge age, I think it was, maybe needed. This was a product of that. Yeah. An, an age yeah. where everything got super depressing and, and super serious. <clears throat> right. Um, You know, I, and I think these guys took, took after a lot of bands like, like green day, the early, I was going to you know, say green those day, early, uh, like 2000s punk bands. Um, mm-hmm. They
1: took know, the, the chords that were more, dark and the yeah. notes that were more serious and they m- just turned the, turn the mains up a little bit of a tad yeah. or, you know, pitch shifted it. Cause yeah. at the same time, what 2004 American idiot had just come out and these bands are, yeah. they're not, not similar, you know, in right, sound right. in what they use for equipment, but yeah, it, it was needed, man. The Stacy's yeah. mom, you know, fountains of Wayne bowling for soup, uh, yeah. even like simple plan. There were some lighthearted lyrics, even though there were some more serious, serious songs, but I, I agree. It was yeah. it was good for the time. Yeah. Of what was I out. think
0: even if you go back to like some of Green Day's earlier albums, like Kerplunk or or, or Dookie or whatever, like mm-hmm. those are not serious albums. You know, no. American Idiot is a is a meant to be taken seriously album. Um, right. And you know that came around the same time. So I think like these bands were inspired more by that kind of late eighties, like early nineties, just getting into this like happy punk kind of yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just cool. cool. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it had its place and I, I'm, I'm not anxious for it to come back. Um, <laughs> I think these bands, they had their time. They probably yeah. made a lot of money and, and yeah. they still obviously have a lot of fans and they're still cashing in. I mean, bowling for soup Bowl will forever be cashing in on 1985. Oh yeah. And, and I'm sure. Same you know, for Fountains Sandwich. of Wayne. Yeah. Exactly, so I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you want to get to the final verdicts and, and really decide who should be the one-hit wonder, wonder here?
1: Well, uh, I knew this was going to happen when we were going to have two bands up against each other that may not be one-hit wonders at all, uh, but that their names are just thrown around in the conversation. Yeah. But if I had to, like, if you had to, like, put them... What's the difference again between uh, 1985 and High School Never Ends? Like the, 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 the comparison of plays. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, High School Never Ends is sitting at 48 million, and 1985 has 152 million. So a little over 100 million plays in difference.
1: And then, but the pulling for soup difference. And the other is, one is uh,
0: it's not, I don't think it's as drastic. Uh, no, I'm like wrong. It's more drastic. Two, more drastic. 209 million versus 13 million. So it's way more drastic.
1: I think in terms of conversation, I have heard people talk about High School Never Ends, the bowling for soup and whatnot, talk about other songs, not just 1985. It's yeah. not, it's it, even though that, that song is talked about. Yeah. I have heard of other song names, not outside of just research for the podcast Yeah, and, and sure. that, but for Fountains of Wayne, I, I don't think I've had a person come to me or suggest or play a song I knew from Fountains of Wayne. And they say, yeah, this is Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. Other than Stacy's mom. And so yeah. for in my opinion, for the sheer drastic. Yeah. You know, difference between the two, the listens and whatnot. We didn't even look at charts this time around, but I don't even think we have to. The listens is just, it's enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think Fountains of Wayne is more of a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. but to give them the proper credit that is deserved I don't think they they. I think they're more of a good band versus one hit yeah. wonder because their like so, that that other song is good. Their their discographies are they're, 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 they're really fair. good.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm I I think uh so, so we can we can safely say that you're gonna pull for uh, Bowling for Soup as the as the deserves more than the one hit wonder name this one.
1: yeah just because of the, the the other songs that they have that have reach had success there yeah. i've i've heard them a lot more and Fair no enough. discredits of fountains of wayne
0: yeah uh i'm gonna disagree i'm gonna say that okay. uh, fountains <laughs> of wayne is the better band uh i think that they i i i, I listened to a, a few more songs like three or four more songs of theirs um And I think that they had potential to be hits. I think that, that they were just overshadowed by, by Stacy's mom, honestly. Mm. And I want to give the credit to Adam Schlesinger, who is an incredible songwriter. Absolutely. Um, I highly suggest you go check him out. And, uh, I just, I couldn't bring myself to say that Bowling for Soup, because as, as catchy as their songs may have been, I think that for me, they're just, I didn't grow up the right way with them. Um, they they never stuck with me. Um, and I, I just think I think Fountains of Wayne is is a much better band. I think they're they're way more fun, and I think that they they write better songs. They might not be as immediately catchy of songs, sure. or like you know have this sense of nostalgia yeah. that wasn't real or whatever. Um, but I do think I, I think I'm gonna say that uh, uh, Fountains of Wayne deserves more than than a one hit wonder title, and I'm gonna throw Bowling for Soup under the bus, but. It's okay that we disagree because yeah. we, we have brought in a very special guest to be our tiebreaker today. Oh, thank God. And I'm so happy he could take time out of his extremely busy schedule. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only Chad Kroger in the studio with us today. Chad. Praise. What, what, you've been listening to us talk this whole time, and you've been mm-hmm. just kind of sitting over there zoning yeah. off the space. Um, do you have any, any words on... Uh, what what you think of Bowling for Soup or, or Fountains of Wayne? I am so
1: high. Chad, <laughs> Chad, dude, come damn on. it!
0: We told you not to smoke before you came and did this. Okay, hundred percent, Chad. Look, I don't I don't care what you do in your own private time, but this is not private time. Okay, can you can you sober up enough to yeah? Give I'm us not paying one him. opinion, so high.
1: dude. Okay, come on. Okay, um, yep, well Well, thanks a lot Chad. Uh, Appreciate it Chad.
0: Thanks for nothing. Um, oh wait, (laughs) he's writing down something on.
1: What's he writing down?
0: Fountains of, fountains of, fountains of soup. He's, he wrote down fountains fountains of of soup. soup. Okay. Well,
1: uh, he sounds hungry. Sounds like he's had a long day already.
0: I guess it's lunchtime for, for Chad. Um, lunchtime for Chad. You want to eat here? You want to eat at my house? Okay. Um. I don't have any soup. No, you're screwed. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll go pick you up some. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right. Well. Uh. I'm gonna go feed Chad. Okay. Um, this was really interesting. I thought. Um, but yeah, that's 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 there our we thoughts on the on the uh, one hit wonder. So we can safely say that uh, fountains of soup deserves the one- hit wonder <laughs> title
1: <laughs> good points were made all around good They're, points were made all around yeah there's no reason there's no reason that one of us is right or wrong about it but i i can safely say both bands have deserved their success in yes, one shape 100%. or form and yep. uh rest in peace to the wonderful adam Schle- i'm gonna f- i'm gonna <laughs> mess his last name up schlesinger schlesinger, schlesinger. yeah that works
0: yeah yeah, but uh, anyways, <laughs> that's, that's our thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, I think we're we're both having a blast recording this. Um, Absolutely. We're definitely going to be back next week with uh, episode three. Um, and again, if you are just now joining us, please make sure to uh, subscribe on your... Yep on your Apple podcasts or your Google podcasts or whatever you're listening to this one hit wonder, it would really mean a lot. Um, Also, I really want to encourage you guys to leave a review. uh, Yes. You know, give us your, your honest thoughts as long as it involves five stars. Um, Yes. We would really appreciate that too. help us climb those ladders. Um, Yeah. We're going to be posting on social media. We have an Instagram handle. We are on Twitter. You can find us at one hit wonder pod. Uh, and if you want to email us any of your thoughts or ideas, feel free to. It's onehitwonderpod at gmail dot com. We're on there, so yeah,
1: yeah. I don't if you have that's... any suggestions, throw them our way too. We're open to that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, thanks I'm for hanging. Say that's it. Yeah. Uh, what do you <laughs> want to go out on here? Monsieur go out Nolan? on on. Oh geez let's go
1: let's go out on that that dope riff band i can't remember the name what is it uh, dope uh cream band. corn what is cream the name of the-,
0: <laughs> the band that i brought <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah we'll go out on a second like there here, you go everybody. thank you so much for listening we will be back next week for you <laughs> <laughs>